is maybe the fourth. <laughs> Just like it's the fourth episode the of fourth season episode. three. Welcome to the movie, man. My name's Ryan. I'm Colleen. I'm Mary. And here we are. We did it. We made it to episode four. Of season three. Mm-hmm. What you were just saying? What, I did. The fourth time? Four yep. times Four longer times. than season two. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is great. It's cute. I'm really enjoying this season so yeah, far. It's make dark. Us a, it's happy. It's exciting. Our in there's Matt Damon. is going to be off the, off the charts. We are growing by 400%. Right. Wow. <laughs> Boy, we are a wise investment. And if you'd like to invest in the movie, Ben, go follow us. Uh, I don't. I'll we don't have anything to follow. You can cash me. Me. a Facebook account, they a Facebook like, group that they keep reminding me, like, "Hey, would you like to update any information?" I'm like, "No, it's still not safe. right now. <laughs> Everything has We're not good. changed." So, in the meantime, if you'd like to sponsor us, yes, um, sponsor. You can or... cash at me at dollar sign Maytag, <laughs> <laughs> or email us at moviebin1990. Are you going to be the treasurer of the movie bin? Yeah, if you do that, would you let us know just so we can keep Mary accountable? Yeah. So maybe just like shout us out. I wouldn't uh, embezzle you guys. I, I trust you. Yeah. I trust you. Mary You're comes very in wearing fur coats. I'm like, Mary, where did you get this? I call, come in saying, Colleen, I bought you a new pair of shoes. shoes. <laughs> Just out of the well. kindness of my heart and the generosity of <laughs> at whatever, whoever gives you all the money. So thank you in but advance for your subscribe. contributions. Go rate, Comment, review, subscribe on iTunes, on uh Anything Spotify. really? SoundCloud. Are we I don't on, think we're on Spotify. Spotify. I don't gotta look into how you get on Spotify. We should be on Spotify. Get in before the annual get it report on comes Stitcher? out. Stitcher? Isn't that like a podcast thing? Yeah, Is we're probably use Stitcher? on that. I don't know. Anyway, episode four. We're watching one of my favorite movies that I've never seen. Nor oh, have I. Which seems to be a trend for this podcast. <laughs> Colleen, I'm serious. I believe you were raised in a in a barn, an Amish. <laughs> Pennsylvania barn. Where they only showed Stephen King movies. Where they only showed horror movies. Your only collection was... That's literally my worst nightmare. (laughs) That sounds terrible. Going, all this time we thought you were a bougie rich Pennsylvanian. You were really uh, just a poor white girl with a pile of old horror movies on VHS. (laughs) (laughs) So, Colin, just to recap, you've never seen Pretty Woman, but you had seen Children of the Corn, Cujo, (laughs) Pet Cemetery, It... And uh, The Shining, correct? I, yeah, but I haven't seen the original. I just saw the new it. Oh, well, just, so you're keeping on, you're staying on brand then, which is no. watching horror movies. No. What's it with you in horror movies? It's not Sorry. even like I horror don't... movies. Listen, I've been alive. You didn't watch the one horror movie that we had. <laughs> Different. I don't think you could say it's horror. It's not that crazy. These are all like very popular horror movies. Only if you're into it's horror like movies. The only yeah. thing I watch. I've I'm I've been I alive the only thing for you watch. 32 years, and I've spread them out over all the years. One it's not like year? I'm binge watching horror films in my house. Allegedly, horror. Horror. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably an easier way to get around that is saying horror or just scary. Horror. Like we've previously discussed, <laughs> scary movies. This is not a scary movie. They were watching The Big Lebowski. What a what a relief. What a classic. What a classic. I know you guys are very excited about it. Yep. Tell me. All right. Oh boy. You guys can ping pong this a little bit because neither one of you have watched this, I, correct? No. Have you seen I've any never Co- seen it. I found out like yesterday when I was asking Colleen. She has never seen a single Coen Brothers movie. Wow, that is correct. That includes. Go on. I, how Fargo. am I supposed to know what they oh, have? <laughs> Fargo. <laughs> No? No. No Country for Old Men? No. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? No. The Hudsucker Proxy. You hate that movie. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? What a bummer. It's such a classic. If Mary's is a bummer, it has to be a bummer. Mary loves that movie. That's such a bummer. I'm looking through the list right now. Of Coen Brother movies? Have you seen any of them? Of Coen Brother movies. And I have seen Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? And not a single of these. Oh, Intolerable Cruelty? With Catherine Zeta-Jones? I feel like they wrote that. I don't know if it was... It doesn't really kind of strike me as one of their typical movies. It definitely doesn't, which is probably why I've seen it. Huh. 
Anyway. So I've seen those two, and that's basically it. Wow, this is really all across the map. They did Bad Santa. Didn't know that. Oh, I think they might have like helped in some of these because they didn't, definitely didn't write that one. They did True Grit. Inside they did do Llewellyn True Grit. Davis. Yes. Burn After Reading. Burn After Reading is Hail one of my Caesar. favorite movies. Hail Caesar was, Ballad, excuse me, Hiccup. They're okay. Ballad of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> Ballad of Buster Pardon. Scruggs is pretty good. That's on Netflix right now. It is now. on Netflix right now. Yeah. Thanks to our sponsor, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Lady Killers. Thank you. Lady Suburban Killers was maybe their worst. Well, okay. I told I Ryan, the, I said, I couldn't tell you a thing about this movie. I said it might be about bowling, which I think is mm. right. She only no. knows that because she looked at the poster. No, I didn't. Bowling? Is that I on didn't. the poster? No, no, no. I did oh, not. That was the only on part oh I knew gosh. about this movie. I can't help you too. But when I looked at the poster, I said, is that the girl from Pulp Fiction? And then nope. I also said, I think that's <laughs> Jesus back there. And I'm pretty sure that, which is funny because she's talking about. It's two men. She's talking about Jeff Bridges. Oh, but the fact know. that you call him Jesus is very funny. He looks like, it looks like he's wearing robes. You guys this. will learn yeah, why that's does. funny. He's wearing comfy clothes. I'm yeah. looking at the poster because I know nothing about the movie. Do you know who's in it? I mean, based on the pictures. Well, I know that, um. Who did you Jeff just Bridges. say? Jeff Bridges oh, is in it. This looks like John Goodman. Yes, John Goodman's in it, in it, correct? That's what I'm going to go with. John Goodman has a gun. Jeff Bridges has sunglasses and pajamas on. So, so what I'm happens going to in guess... this movie, Mary? All right, well, let's go ahead and, go ahead and if you were to guess, what is uh, Jeff Bridges' name in this movie? Mm, Stu. Stu? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a Stu to me. All right, so what would let's you go say ahead. John Goodman's name is in this movie, Colleen? Biff. Uh, Biff and Stu. <laughs> okay, this is going to be great. So if you haven't been keeping up, and this is your first episode, or you saw the first three movies we reviewed for season three, and you're like, nah, pass, pass, pass. Oh, Big Lebowski, let's watch this. So here's what we're doing. I am asking, or whoever hasn't seen the movie is being asked to describe the plot summary of the movie we're going to be watching before watching it, just based on their cursory knowledge of the film. Mm-hmm. So uh, based on what you guys know about Biff and Stu here, <laughs> tell me what you think. To get, go ahead and give me a quick plot summary of Big Lebowski. Mary, we can bounce back and forth. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. In my mind, Biff's definitely in charge. He's running yep. the show. So Biff is John say, Goodman's character, in case you, you missed that part. I would say that Stu is like, so used is, to be a hotshot and is now down on his luck based on Used to be a hotshot bowler. I don't I don't know if it's bowling. It's it seems like bowling. they might just, oh, it's bowling. There's an alt poster and there's a bowling ball. So it, I would say that he used to be a hotshot. He looks like the kind of guy who like was like an Icarus, like flew too close to the sun and fell. Sure. And then now is this is why he's wearing like a cardigan and a V-neck. Right. So I think maybe Biff has... Again, Biff is John Goodman, right? Biff is John okay. Goodman. Maybe has some kind of bowling team a bowling, that he's yeah. in charge of. I okay, think so he might be a crime lord but, because in this poster well, he's holding a gun. Well, he's got a gun in this one too, but I think he gets into some gambling with his bowling team. Okay, so, and it's so a, there's money on the Stu there's money the on the lane. It's a gambling caper, is what you're trying to say. Yes, and so he's got a couple of people. His team's pretty good, but they could be. John better. Goodman's team is pretty good. Yeah, Biff. Yeah, but they could be better, and so he tries to bring Stu, uh, Stu out of retirement. As a coach. Yeah. As, as a player a, coach, As maybe. a player coach, So he's also bowling, but he's also helping the team get better. Yes. I bet you that the So big... it's like a rags to riches type, uh, but, bad no. news like, bears type. Imagine... Is it like an Emilio Estevez mm, type situation? No. But with a way more violence, I yes. would guess. A lot of so violence. So I, I think like... Yeah, like there, I think there could be a mafia edge. Okay. Go I on. really think that there could be. It just makes sense to me, but yeah. not from Stu, but from Biff. I think that he could be connected. And then, uh, but I feel like Julianne Moore is a love interest, or what is she? Who is she's she? Julianne Moore is in this. Mary, I'm sure. Maybe, I love her in Crazy. crazy probably married love. to married to Biff, but is in love with Stu. Whoa! Oh, so it's like a love triangle. I would say um, unattached third party that ends up making Stu want to be better. So or is on, it on the competing bowling team? Oh, oh my gosh, what if it's like, oh my gosh, what so if it's what a gender dynamic Lebowski? thing? I have a feeling that the Big Lebowski is one of two things. It's either a prize, like a, like, so trying to like win a the treasure. Big Lebowski. Yeah, 
um, or like it could be like a, a like a play. I like, think it's <clears throat> a play. Oh, it's like a bowling move. Is not, the big Lebowski not a move? Like a like the. Let's say they're using bowling as a cover-up to launder money. Okay. It's like, 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 a, like a play, like a football play. It's like a series of moves together that's called the Big uh, Lebowski. Okay. So it's but like an Ocean's a, Eleven type move. Yes, that's what I was trying to think of. I couldn't figure out a way to put it put it into that term. Yeah. I, I don't know why I didn't just say Ocean's Eleven. It was like the name of Stu's bowling ball. Is the Big Lebowski? Yeah. That's what he calls it? That's what he calls his bowling ball. Okay. <laughs> Man, you guys are pretty dead on. I mean, go ahead and tell me one of the famous quotes from this movie. Oh, you're very good with the quotes. Well, that's only because I've genuinely thought that other quotes came from other movies. <laughs> I thought I that say, I See Dead People was part of The Shining, and now I feel uh, like that totally could have been part of The been, Shining. It should have been, maybe. Strike one, shame on you. Strike yep. two, I win. Oh, that's great. I'm very excited for you guys to watch this movie. So, we're going to do that now. So, if you'd like to join us, go watch The Big Lebowski. We'll be back right after this. You know, I I feel like just based on um, an introductory conversation that we just had with Colleen, she she did not love the Lebowski. Let's just say Colleen's probably calling it the big Lambowski. Hey, wow. wow. I am. I disagree. I I really liked it. Wow. I thought it was like Napoleon Dynamite after dark. Ooh. Is this, would you say, I, even Go with on. Napoleon Dynamite, though, I feel like that's a movie that you have to watch with the right people yes. for it to be funny. And Big Lebowski is for sure one of those. But I was I was with Morgan, who was on her phone. Sorry, but, Morgan, if you're listening. Wow. <laughs> so, really? Just call her out right there. Well, listen, it's fine. I'm just saying there when wasn't— When was the last time you watched a movie without being on your phone? I when I go to the movies. Okay, that's good. Although I mean, that, I, was, I, I usually I'm an old man when it comes to movies, and I usually pull up the Wikipedia and follow along on the plot that's summary. That's not an old man thing. What is that? That's I don't know what that is. I've never known <laughs> it. Most do old men know how to use computers? I don't know. Do they know it just what seems Wikipedia like something is? Like it's like an old, like a version of closed caption almost. No, like, it's I need like a plot you're spark to- noting while you're doing something well, yeah. else. It's helpful. Anyway, yeah. Morgan was on her phone. So I'm just so saying, if this laugh. was one, no, well, I'm saying like I, we both did not enjoy it. Oh wow! wow but I also Colleen. I get it. I did watch it completely by myself, but as an audience of one, I enjoyed it, and I understand why this would be considered a cult classic. It is. By, I, I see, mean, it's the very definition. I of see a cult why classic. for the people that it's not going to be for everybody, but for the people who love it, they're going to really love it. And it's and, beyond like love. Totally like, like there that. is a big Lebowski fest that has gone on in. It's been in like cities all around the world. I think it started in Louisville, Kentucky, maybe. And it's been going on since 2002. There's actually a religion called Dudism that has about 1,500 members. This. 1,500. 1,500 members who abide by the dude. Oh my gosh. What does that mean? The dude abides. No, but like, what does it mean? I don't even know what the religion means. I think they just <laughs> use his like his his stoner philosophy as like 
their their mantras and their scriptures. And join a pretty woman imagine. religion before I would join a big Lebowski That's religion. That's called prostitution, Colleen. Yeah, Colleen. Uh, a pretty woman religion <laughs> Which I think is says illegal how I stand everywhere <laughs> in the United States outside of Vegas, I believe. Um, I would uh, I'd say that this is my favorite movie that I've ever watched, but I well, watched it thinking, to I totally get this. Like, uh, I, and I thought great. the exact opposite. I was Fantastic. chilling. I was laying, watching it in the dark back in the lab, and I was just <laughs> hanging out. People don't know what the lab is. The lab sounds like you work in like a... This is elaborate like you're a scientist. <laughs> there is a mathematician. <laughs> She's solving the world's well, problems. Let's not correct that theory because these people will not think I'm very smart and very hip. Well, before we get too far into our thoughts on this movie, let's do a little bit of background. This is the 1998... Wait, before that... What? Welcome, Welcome to the movie, baby! We already done that. We did that in the intro. You came back. Yeah, Here, you're right. We took a break. Colleen is ready to reset the whole podcast. She wants to start we over and watch a different movie because of how much she didn't like this movie. That is true. <laughs> My head's a little crazy right now. That's fine. All right. So before we get into the plot summary, I want to talk a little bit about this movie. Just a little bit of background for Love those it. who don't know. Uh, this is a 1998 movie by the Cohen brothers, Joel and Ethan Cohen. They sound like a treat. Just they are based a treat. On this I would movie. say they're king of uh, American cult cinema. Is can I say that? Interesting. Better than being kings of American cults. Colts, that's true. Mm. Which I would say is like Daniel Koresh. Yeah, that's from the Branch Davidians. <laughs> that's <pretty> spot on. <laughs> there you go. Uh, they directed Fargo. They directed True Grit, A Serious Man, Burn After Reading, No Country for Old Men, The Lady Killers, not their best work. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? The Big Lebowski, Fargo, The Hudsucker Proxy, Miller's Crossing, Raising Arizona, which is a, another one of my favorite movies. But these are all like they're not a mass appeal type movie, but when you find the people who love these movies, they like really, really love these That's movies. That's very true. And it stars uh, Jeff Bridges. Love it. Uh, most of us, like, if you only are introduced to Jeff Bridges, like, in the past decade, he pretty much has embodied the dude as a, like, a lifestyle and persona. Like, I don't think he's cut Which his I hair appreciate. since this movie. No, uh, he's cut his hair. But before this movie, he was not known for any of this type of role. Like, but he's very, he's very much playing like this stoner type guy in a lot of his most recent movies, uh, like Crazy Heart. He's kind of like the old version of the dude. I feel like the old country version, maybe not. What do you think, Colleen? Crazy Heart, big fan. I haven't seen that one. Okay, well, it sounds great. crazy to me. He won a he won an Academy Award for that one, but it also stars John Goodman, in which is probably his greatest role of Honestly, all time. It's hilarious. He is so and funny in this I movie. I think maybe says the f word more than any movie total combined. That I looked we've it up, Colleen. Yet. This is it's in the top twenty of of total f words of all time. Is in really? Movie. Yep, it's two hundred ninety two, which is one shy of uh, Straight Outta Compton, two hundred ninety three. Uh, I oof. honestly didn't really notice the language. Very very much. I don't know what, what was going on. your heart, on. Mary? <laughs> check, check your heart, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. All right, John Goodman's in this movie. John Goodman plays Walter, who is, again, probably one of my favorite movie characters ever. Julianne Moore is in this as a crazy art lady. Steve Buscemi is in this as Her. Donnie, who is just lovable as he can be. Uh, Tara Philip Reed. Philip Seymour Hoffman. <gasps> who's so Seymour, good oh in this gosh, as Brent. He's so good. He's so he young. Is so good. It his, is his what a weirdo. His character is so funny. <laughs> Tara <laughs> Reed, oddly enough, which is a strange one, she yeah. plays Bunny. Yeah, but um, she plays it well for the like 45 seconds total that she's in the movie. And then John so Turturro, who is, who is the Jesus. Oh. And so John Turturro, John Goodman, and Jeff Bridges... And Steve Buscemi, too, have all played, like, different roles. They're kind of, like, some of the Coen Brothers' favorite go-tos. And they actually wrote this movie in mind with all those guys. Oh, really? Uh 
That they, explains why it suited them so it well. It fit them very well. But I guess the Coen brothers are like, they follow the script like pretty tight. They don't like a lot of like improv or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only character they didn't really have uh, like their number one choice for was the actual Big Lebowski, like the old man Lebowski. Who is it supposed to be? Marlon Brando was their oh first choice. Oh my gosh, he would have been so good. And then Anthony Hopkins, but he didn't want to play an American. <laughs> <laughs> Seems okay. I'm so offended for and a then very Robert Duvall, reason. which would have yes, been well, weird. So I don't really see him as that kind of character. But yeah. anyway, and then their B list of like, wouldn't it be funny if was uh, Jerry Falwell, the old oh <laughs> the old guy gosh. from Liberty University? My alone. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> I, I don't think Colleen, you could have. It could have been like, oh my gosh, him. you could have not to make another like punny thing, but you could have had like Spear Week. That was like the big Libowski. <laughs> the big Libowski? That would have been amazing. That's a bowling competition. And that would have been right. incredible. Seems very liberty to do a bowl off. So this is like a okay. pretty... Like, <laughs> it, it's I'm a, offended and a bowl for very little reason. It's a bowling competition. Yeah, but why do you think that liberty would want to bowl so much? It seems like clean <laughs> Dorky fun. Christian kids. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we're going to like go bowling. going to be a crazy yeah. night down <laughs> at Liberty Lane. We got to be back by 10.30 It's going to be a lock-in. It's like a lock-in. Um, but yeah, this is like a really ensemble cast if you look yeah. at like the names on there. But they play like such like small roles. Like Philip Seymour Hoffman's only in like four scenes. Same John with Steve Buscemi, only yeah. a few scenes. Um, but did you know that the dude is in every single scene of this movie? Which uh, is pretty interesting. He's not. Interesting. He's not not in any of the scenes. Which is like, wait, is that true? Yeah. I'm trying to think back through it now. He is in every single scene, which is crazy. Um, but anyway, and to wrap it up, uh, T Bone Burnett. Uh, Barnett, who is like, he's... <laughs> brunette. T-Bone Brunette. That's <laughs> not a description. That's just who he is. Uh, he did the soundtrack, and the soundtrack's pretty memorable. Like, it's got some really great songs on there. I will give, I will give that movie. And he also yeah, worked on a brother who out there with those guys, with the Coen brothers. I don't like that movie. I we'll, just can't. It's, okay, that's it's not fun. even the point Is that how you this. feel about this, Colleen? Is like, you don't like that movie as much as she doesn't like that movie? You don't I don't like know how much she dislikes Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Very strongly. Okay, like then one I was Emma Bell on the One scene. of my least favorite <laughs> movies strongly. that I've ever seen. And one yeah. of the funniest things is that the cinematographer, this is kind of like a deep cut, is a guy named Roger Deakins who is known for like doing these, like he did the Blade Runner movie, like the most recent one he won an Oscar for that. So he does like a lot of these sweeping cinemascapes and like all these great shots, but he also was the cinematographer for a lot of Coen Brother movies. So he mm. did this. So imagine the guy who did like the most recent Blade Runner with all these space scenes, but him trying to film in like a bowling alley with John Turturro is kind of funny. For me, it worked. It works. So anyway, that's your background on The Big Lebowski. Go ahead. Let's hear a little plot summary, Maytay, because okay. boy, this plot. What was interesting about writing Colleen, a plot you, summary for this movie is that it's kind of <laughs> hard to pare down because there's so much stuff that happens that's hilarious. Like most of the funny bits in the movie are completely unrelated to the plot. So I've taken a little bit more of like a front end explanation than bullet point format versus just relating like relying on my memory alone. Because that's fine. You probably yikes. should because there it goes all over the place. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. <clears throat> Colleen just looks unhappy, like she's waiting in line at the DMV. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> just, okay. Um, the Big Lebowski is a classic tale of love, bowling, and mistaken identity. Are you reading this from the back of the VHS box? Because that sounds like how it starts. The start. intro I did write to sound like the back of the oh, VHS box. That's very good, then. In 1991, which is allegedly when this movie takes place. During the Gulf War. Yep. Jeff Bridges, a.k.a. The Dude, is what we imagine all those boys who sold weed after middle school youth group probably grew up to be like. Can we pause just for a quick second? Did you have guys that you went to middle school youth group who sold weed? Were they in middle yeah. school? And they were we selling were weed? We were all in middle school, and then after youth group, they would sell weed. I don't think you went to the right church. I definitely did not. <laughs> <laughs> but look how the Lord has 
redeemed boy, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> but the boy. The kids in my middle school youth group were the most uncool kids. Like, we were like... Jeez, I was so into the ones that We were listening to, like, that, Adventures like, in Odyssey in sixth grade, not yeah. selling weed. Well, it wasn't like... It was like eighth grade. Oh, so still like, middle school, but like upper middle school. Hey, okay. Yeah. Still yeah, couldn't drive, but they it. still had access to sell weed products. Yeah, it was... Well, they like went to schools and stuff. Mary grew up on the streets of Chicago. She you know, the mean streets of Chicago. Chicago. She didn't grow up in old bougie Pennsylvania, Colleen. <laughs> Do you well, relate with, like, Mr. Obowski and, like, just the wealth? <laughs> we'll get back to you. We're done with that. We'll get back season. to you. No, no, no. We're still back on that. No. Nope. <laughs> so the dude is described by narrator Sam Elliott with a sexy as hell voice as someone Ooh. who is the man for his time and place who apparently fits perfectly right where he is. And where he is appears to be nowhere. He is lazy. <laughs> he is unemployed. He does the same thing with the same people over and over again and seems content to just continue living with his very, if you think about it, pre-MIT Goodwill hunting lifestyle until yeah, he's welcomed true. home from Ralph's grocery store with a swirly and a threat from pornographer Jackie Treehorn <laughs> to get him the money he's owed or else. And then an Asian American goon who they call a Chinaman so many times that it's just <laughs> yeah. incredibly but problematic. It's, such a, it's a terrible. They even acknowledge they that acknowledge he's like, like you that have is to not stop the right vernacular, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, dude. <laughs> so the Asian American goon has the audacity to urinate on the dude's rug, and well, you could say the rest is history, but really, that's just the beginning. <laughs> and good. I know what you're asking yourself. What are we asking ourselves? What's May? a bowling alley movie without a team? Exactly, Ryan. The, exactly, Colleen. That's what Colleen. I was getting ready to say. Well. Enter Donnie. Clueless yet lovable, essentially non-essential wingman played by Steve Buscemi and volatile, problematic, and loyal to a fault best friend Walter played by John Goodman. Exactly the right balance of friends the dude needs to get him in trouble, but not too much trouble. Do you ever get the feeling that the advice you're being given by a friend applies only to your friend's ego and their memories, but not actually your situation? That's Jewish by former marriage Walter, and it's just enough to encourage the dude to seek retribution and mostly just a new rug from the real, true Jeffrey Lebowski. Although his assistant, played by Philip Seymour Hoffman, is the best, the real Lebowski is the worst. This is the point where we get into bullet points. So, bear with me if you will. The real Lebowski is rude and grumpy and kicks him out. The dude takes a rug. The dude meets Bunny. Bowling, bowling, bowling. Bunny gets kidnapped, allegedly. Then the dude's replacement rug is stolen. The dude is now the man with the plan, and the plan is to drop a suitcase full of $1 million ransom until that is that Walter finds out and convinces (laughs) slash forces the dude to throw a ringer case full of his dirty underwear instead. After a roll out of the car and misfiring of an Uzi, the mission is a major oopsie because they the thing a major oopsie. that is that Bunny will be killed because of this. So naturally, they bowl. Jesus turns out oh to be an irrelevant plot point, but a hilarious rival to the dude and his team. Mm-hmm. The dude's car gets stolen with the non-ringer case of $1 million, and they report it to the police. Ring, ring, what's that? The real Lebowski has a daughter who is mod, but also very posh and very odd, and very much played by Julianne Moore. And she Are has his Are you rhyming this a little on purpose? She's no. mod and she's pod, and Osley enough <laughs> has a bod. It's a little sing songy. I can't help the way I write. I didn't do it on purpose, though. Okay. Dude sees like mod. A show tune. <laughs> Dude sees Maude. Maude reveals that Bunny is a porn star who likely is faking her kidnapping for money with the Nihilist. And who directed the porn, you ask? Jackie Treehorn! Of course! So imagine the dude's surprise when he returns home to only be confronted by the real Lebowski who's in a car, thinks he stole his money, and has what is allegedly Bunny's toe. 
How it's does one come Bunny's down toe. from that, Spoiler you ask? Alert. A self-care bath with whale sounds and candles and knock-knock. <laughs> Who's there but a group of Germans who have come for the ransom the money? Nihilists. <laughs> They throw their pet marmot at the or in the bath and threaten to cut off the dude's little dude if he doesn't give them the money in 24 hours. I think they say that they're going to step on his <laughs> which is... Yeah. We're going to need Ryan to just do a little step on his beep. <laughs> just just yeah. to clarify. Yeah. This is the movie Been After Dark, season three. Uh, we're, we've recommended you not watch this with children or listen to this with children, but... Um, just go on. Too late. <laughs> One piece of good news is, though, that the police call him and leave a voicemail saying they found his car, which turns out to have no suitcase of money, but does have a piece of some teen named li- <laughs> some teen named Larry's Larry. homework in it, who John this goes, is what happens. goes absolutely <laughs> ballistic on for no real reason. Um, and now it's finally time to officially meet Jackie Treehorn, who's a fancy man that for no good reason reminds me of Charlie from Charlie's Angels, and drugs him, inducing a dream, dream sequence called, um... <laughs> Go on. It's called Gutter, Gutter balls, balls. But I didn't reread this, and my computer <laughs> auto-corrected it to Butterball. <laughs> Upon awakening from the dream sequence, the dude is arrested by the Malibu police, who says to never come back to Malibu again. Was, and then yeah. they put him in a taxi, the taxi... The Taxi kicks him out for not loving the Eagles. And zoom, zoom, what's that? Bunny drives by, oblivious in her red convertible, jamming to the radio, coincidentally with all of her toes. She does have all her toes. She does. It's been a hard and weird day for the dude, but Maude is there when he gets home and she wants a child. (laughs) (laughs) Another plot twist. But that's not the only surprise. There's a private investigator outside in a Volkswagen bug who's been watching, but what he's looking for Bunny for is a totally different reason because she's actually von Knutzen, and this is not (laughs) the first time she's run away. The Knutzens. (laughs) The Germans are ordering most of the German food that they can at the diner that they're at, mostly just lingonberry pancakes and pigs in a blanket. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a scene, uh, speaking of, sorry to interrupt, but the dude is not in this scene because you think he's not in the scene, but his van that he and Walter in actually drives by in the background. (gasps) And they like did a freeze frame of this. I read a whole thing about it. Like he's in every single scene. Um, We do happen to see as they pan down that um, one of the German's girlfriends is there and she's wearing a cowboy boot that has the, the top of the shoe taken off and she's missing a toe. Faked. Sacrificing for the cause. Not her, but good for them, but ultimately very bad for her. The dude appears back at the real Lebowski's house only to find Bunny slash Fawn is back and had only taken a spontaneous trip to visit a friend. There is yelling. There is a mistake involving the wheelchair. And then after some cathartic Shabbos bowling, they emerge to find the Germans have lit their car on fire. I don't roll on Shabbos. Fight scene. Fight scene. Literally, John Goodman rips a man's ear off with with his his mouth. So gross. (laughs) It is horrific. But unfortunately, Donnie's poor sweetheart can't handle it, and he does truly prove to be essentially non-essential to the film. He has a heart attack. He dies. Clint, they I don't put know his how you ashes in a Folgers coffee can. Part. The ashes part actually was the only part Where they threw his ashes into the way that they blew back. Exactly. John Goodman scatters his ashes after a very long speech that about again basically has nothing to do with Donnie. John Goodman only ever talks about himself even when he's giving advice oh, to other people. Gosh. So John Goodman scatters uh, Donnie's ashes and they go straight back onto the dude. <laughs> and then they yell at each other for about 30 seconds and have one of the sweetest, most tender man hugs I've ever seen. Back to normal bowling life now, except for now the dude works there. Sam Elliott is back again. Still sounds hot. End movie. Sam Elliott has the greatest voice. It and really actually, does. The, movie, the movie does end and just like, like, oh, okay, I guess it's over. Yeah. But the Coen brothers said like the whole point of the plot was that it was a non-essential plot. Yeah. 
Like they, they made it very hard to summarize because really they don't do a lot. No, there's not a whole lot of anything. It's like all a they fake ever do is caper. go places and see people because the kidnapping wasn't even real. And anytime they actually try to do anything, they don't end up doing it, or they yeah. end up doing a totally unrelated thing. Well, they said that their their whole thing was like we want to create scenes and characters, and the plot is just kind of like helping move these things along. Yes, that's exactly how it comes across. Did you know the dude actually never bowls in the whole movie? I did not realize he that. He doesn't bowl at all. Only Walter and Donnie bowl. And um, Donnie bowls a strike every single time except for the time right before he has a heart attack. Which that might be why. Oh, telling. telling. Maybe it was just residual shock. Maybe it wasn't anything having to do with the fight scene itself. But man, some of these scenes are just so, so funny. Yeah, oh my... Anything Walter, with, how do you not love Walter? Walter's like one of the greatest characters in movie history. Walter. Like, <laughs> him, he doesn't roll on Shabbos. And when he beats that Corvette to smithereens... <laughs> Going. It's just, he's so, and he's watching his stupid. ex-wife's toy dog. No. <laughs> How about when he freaks out on that long-haired bowling guy who claims that he got uh, eight when he got a six, and he says, this is not nom. There are rules. <laughs> there are oh, rules. Walter <laughs> has so many rules. And pulls his gun on him. It's so great. It's so funny. And But Jesus is the best part, in my opinion. Like, he was definitely in my favorite. Movie, and in life. And in life. <laughs> According to Colleen, graduate of Liberty University. Oh, well, all of us. Okay. But you're just making sure you, you bring it back to the real thing. The main I, thing, the main thing, Colleen. I love the, when okay. he gets to the point where he's yelling, you don't fool Jesus. <laughs> to That's towards the end. You don't when he's fool like, Jesus? You don't fool Jesus. That's what he says. Did you watch the TV version? I watched the Amazon Prime version. Mm. What does it really say? You don't F with the Jesus. Oh. You I might have watched the parental that. version, which is nice. No, maybe that's why I didn't uh, notice all the F words. Oh. Is there a parental version? I don't know, but... I don't think so. He doesn't so, say you don't, you don't also... fool the Jesus. <laughs> was, that's not, that's like, I heard no F words. It was super no weird. No F words. It was super clean. It's like a really great movie. <laughs> no nudity, oh, nothing. Great. No, they definitely have it because I wrote down some quotes that John Goodman said when he was threatening Larry the teen, and Gosh. there's definitely some proof. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> some 292 F words. It's hard to miss them, though. <laughs> Man, oh, did you notice says, the point when the dude is in the limo and he's wearing jellies? Oh, no, I didn't know. He's that wearing part. those jelly sandals when the driver is, like, driving so, him you around. Love, you love jellies. And he's literally just, like, sitting. I love this movie. He's drinking a white Russian he's wearing a pair and of shoes lounging I like. in his jellies. Yeah, yeah I liked. I think, past tense? Past tense. The no, dude is really wearing jellies right not, now. Those they are slides. Those are not jellies. Basically a jelly. No. No. A jelly for athletes, maybe. I don't even know what a Jelly for athletes. That's a side conversation. <laughs> Different. Jelly for athletes. I think that he's doing it right when you think about it because so the dude he? does not, he doesn't have a job. So it's he just gets to hang out all day. Do, do you know what right. so the Coen brothers He wears this. his pajamas everywhere. He wrote a check to the grocery store for 69 cents. He gets to wear jellies. He drinks white Russians literally wherever he, Seven he goes. Seven white Russians in this movie. They say, what do you drink? He says white Russians every single time regardless. And I think that's Which so Which is funny. a drink I've never had. His house I can't ever imagine like having like chocolate, chocolate milk with disgusting. alcohol. The toilet in the very first scene, I was like, so gross. Do I look like a married man? The toilet seat is up. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, like, what is this? He's like, you obviously are not a golfer. And it's a bowling ball. There's so many funny lines in this movie. Colleen, how do you not laugh? Colleen, tell me why you don't like this movie. How about when he says, I'm sorry, your stepmom's a nympho. (laughs) 
Like, he's just so direct. Dude, Chinaman is not the preferred nomenclature. Asian American, please. (laughs) And the dude says, Walter, this isn't a guy who built the railroads. This is a guy who peed on my rug. (laughs) God, he talks about, and the the amount of times he talks about the rug. Hey, pull the room together, Colleen. It did pull pull the room room together. together. (laughs) Um, How about at the end where John Goodman, um, as he's scattering the ashes, he says, good night, sweet prince. <laughs> this is going to be. I, I can't leave me, anyone without saying that oh, moving night, forward. Prince. <laughs> as I was watching this, I was looking up the ratings. So I was like, surely this does not have as high ratings as, as I suspected. But it, the ratings are like on IMDb and on Tomatoes are all very high. It's like 90 some percent. Yeah. And I cannot, for the life of me, understand how this movie got that rating. Colleen, it is timeless. Literally, that movie could be made this year and it feels like it, it could be, like, yeah, it just feels very. The only flaw at all is Bunny not having a cell phone because. She would that, have a cell phone yeah. now. Yes. Her, her, like, character type, I feel like. It would like, be a would very, be very different connected. movie if it was made, like, circa 2019. Yeah. But I'm glad that it was made at this point in time because it can continue to stand. Like, you can watch this movie in 50 years and you'll still be able to understand what's going on. And I think, like, on. part of, like, Bowling alley's pretty timeless. Like, they don't change a whole lot. No, they look exactly the same. And if you really want to get into it, the dude's wardrobe, tell me that John that Mayer's not Bridges wearing exactly that wardrobe? now. Jeff Bridges brought his own clothes for that. The He's bathrobe? Just, yeah, all of it. A lot. Most of the clothes in the in the movie are stuff that he just like, like his actual pajamas. It really looks like what John Mayer wears on a day to day basis, See? and that Colleen, is fashion. John Mayer, you love John Mayer. Okay, but yeah, you're not. You can't base liking a movie on whether you on love the John wardrobe Mayer. of the, you love the main character. Why do you not love this movie? The math is simple. <laughs> Listen, to me, the movie moved very slowly. I did not. I thought some of the lines were funny, not enough to make up for how all over the place it was, and <laughs> also, I mean. Just the super random, like, the dream sequence, and then Ju- uh, Julian Moore on, like, the the paint, like, the naked... The, the naked paint the swing. The naked girls on trampolines. <laughs> the like, naked paint that swing. Was, like, that was, so, was so dumb funny. to me. I'm like, what is the point of this? And then even, like, the last scene where he's, like, like hovering through girls' legs down a bowling alley. Yeah, it's a dream sequence. Yeah, it's so dumb. But he was, like, drugged. It's still... I hate it. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> What did you have any redeem other than there was a few funny lines? You didn't you don't see the draw in this what movie. What about even no. the lingonberry pancakes? That is a very small part of the movie. That's not a main draw for me. You love pancakes. Uh, There's like oh so many things in this movie that you love. I love everything. You love Ralph's grocery store. You yeah. love getting swirlies. You love you love uh dance classes, which is what the the dude's um Landlord wanted him to go and go give him notes on. (laughs) (laughs) And then he did go. They did did go. Also, I love that his, that the dude's landlord, like, so clearly wanted to be friends with him. That's also very similar to the middle school youth group weed boys, is you always wanted them to like you. They're very endearing people. Donnie is great. The dude is like. Donnie is so sweet. He's just, like, totally clueless. The dude is just kind of here for it. Like, Mm -hmm. he's just like, he's he's non confrontational. The only one that's kind of hard to like is Walter. I hate Walter. Oh, and so the funny. actual real Jeffrey Lebowski, who is oh, yeah. awful. He is the worst. Like, Mr. The Big Lebowski, yeah. the actual guy. Like, How about when they're, like, talking about the um, Germans and they go, they're nihilists, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Same when the, when the Germans start to go, that's not fair. <sighs> I don't know how to convince you to like this movie. You cannot. Maybe with some trivia? Well, I've said a lot of the trivia. I've kind of kind of sprinkled it in. But uh, a little more trivia. Okay. You know. Go ahead. Uh, so one of the original side plot lines, maybe that you would have enjoyed this. This might have done it. This might have been like Let's the see. catalyst to switch I'll be for the judge. You. Is there jellies in it? They wrote in the script. The original script, uh, the dude obviously doesn't work, but he has enough money to like 
to do nothing. For and they said why? that he, he, because he was one of the like um, distant heirs to the Rubik's cube fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this must have been so fun to write. It's a place I bought. I don't know that if that would have done it for me. But you love Rubik's Cube. Uh, you love Rubik's Cube. You Again, play them the all list the of time. things. Colleen, if you take all the sum of its parts, this movie is built for you. I was just at your house the other day, and I walked in, and she was drinking a white Russian playing with a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> so, a virgin wow. white Russian. She, she went to dude? Liberty, Mary. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, sorry, obviously. sorry. It was just chocolate milk. <laughs> I think that is what a virgin white Russian is. Is like iced That's, coffee with ha- half and half or something. Right, like that. Yeah, because it's like Kahlua vodka. Kahlua is, and half Kahlua and half. is what? Like a coffee liquor or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had Kahlua. Oh, it's good. I tried it. I didn't like it, Kahlua. but I don't think I did it right. Did you have too I much? I put it in my coffee. Vodka. Oh, oh, Kahlua? But it was, no, I mean a white Russian. Oh, sorry. I've had Kahlua. I have not had a white Russian. It's kind of like those um, Starbucks Frappuccino drinks, but with alcohol. But with that vodka. That sounds delicious. Yeah, no, it's really good. It's like a little too. It's like definitely a, more of a dessert drink, not something you just pound. The way that he drinks them so casually to me is I mean, like that would be like going to every restaurant and ordering a milkshake. He like, drinks seven of them, which is a lot. Um, so a couple pieces of trivia. So Donnie is always wearing a bowling shirt um, with a name embroidered on him. Never does it say Donnie on at any time, which is kind of funny. He just and wears like the dude shirt in the last scene says like art or something. It doesn't say. Oh yeah. It doesn't say their names yeah. at all. So the dude and Walter were both, uh, modeled after different people that the Coen brothers knew. One, really? The guy that the dude was modeled after was a guy named, uh, Jeff Dowd, who is a film promoter who <laughs> I found a pull picture of him. <laughs> This is what he is in real life. Oh. oh. Whoa. We'll put that, <laughs> put that on the moviebin.com, huh? Do we still have a website? I don't know. We'll have to check it out. We don't have Hopefully a by the time this comes out, moviebin.com, it's there. Maybe. What is that? Uh, what does he look like? You know what he looks like? Go on. He looks like people's grandmas after they've been in a casino for a full afternoon. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Like casino grandma. Yeah, he has like a puff of hair and his sunglasses are crooked and he his yeah. jaws just like kind of slack like he's seen some stuff but like isn't seen, better because like of it. Like he's seen a, th- a thing or two in his day. Um, Keep your grandmas inside. So uh, another, <laughs> here's another piece of trivia. Um, another person considered for the role of Bunny was Charlize Theron. Oh. She should have been good at that. Yeah, she would have. Is there anybody in this movie that you would feel like like is miscast other than, I feel like Tara Reid's probably the only one that's kind of like maybe feels most 1998 Mm. As far as like kind of oh you're but kind of a pretty girl for, for the sure. times kind of thing but oh shoot that is harsh wow. Tara Reid if you're listening uh, we are you don't sorry. disagree with me Tara Reid has had a rough go since the Big Lebowski yeah but Tara Reid was on drugs well I know but... that's why she had a rough go <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not trying to to throw her uh, out or anything like I'm not trying to of downplay. all the things of all the things in this movie she did not bother me. <laughs> Because she was in it for like one Bunny minute. Bunny didn't yes. bother you? No. She was in it for the, the toenail painting scene where mm-hmm. she propositioned him. And then she was in it at the end when she's running around in the back of the scene. Gosh. And she was in it when she was like jamming in her convertible and that was about it. She's not in it a whole lot. No. Um, she's oh. more of a talking point than anything. And I freaking love that her name is Bunny. I think that is so funny. And I think it's even funnier that it is her alias to her real name, which is Fawn. Fawn. Bunny and Fawn. I mean, there's so many like little tiny jokes like that going. Yeah, like, it's like her name being Bambi. And um, her like her license plate in her convertible was Lapin, which is French for um, rabbit. <gasps> mm. That is go. cool. Uh, here, I found the picture of the guy who Walter is modeled after. Um, he was a, a screenwriter. We'll put that up on the website, too. His name is John Milius. He was one of the original screenwriters of Apocalypse Now, but he is a right-wing gun nut. Yeah. That kind of has, like, a reputation in Hollywood for being kind of a crazy person. You know what he looks like? He looks like the kind of guy who spends a lot of time on his um, Windows computer in the dark. <laughs> Alone. <laughs> Oi. 
but yeah, I mean, I so I love this movie, but I also watched it in college for the first time. Yeah, that would be a and really that's kind good of a good time, time to, to watch, watch it. it. Like, I didn't. I didn't smoke weed, still haven't, but I had a lot of friends who did, and so they all they all recommended this movie. Uh, <laughs> Naturally, and I get it. It's actually like it's like a big. It seems like a big stoner movie. Like totally, guys would smoke a lot of weed on a Sunday afternoon and put this on and then just like fall asleep or something. Yeah, perhaps it was I don't a great know. movie. I'm assuming. Don't know what that's like, Colleen. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> Okay, I probably would have enjoyed this movie a lot more if that had been the case. At your Liberty Bolathons? At the yes, at the Liberty Bolathons. <laughs> I mean, Jerry Falwell sponsored. I don't, I don't know how to convince you to like this movie. You can, well, I don't but that's think fine. you can convince you her. You didn't Different, like Parent Trap. And I didn't that was like fine. Big Green. Oh, Parent Trap is terrible. You guys love that movie, okay. but okay, Which one? Big Green. No, Big Green is terrible. Okay. Stand by. I don't that. think but any you of us liked it. At one point, I did. Do not anymore. Right. I'm sorry for crushing that for you, but let's no. not do the same thing for Colleen. Right. Let's I'm just, just saying, like, I... I'm different not strokes look. for different folks, you know? Hmm. All right. I mean, I don't... I, we can agree to disagree. Would you guys actually... I feel like I know where Colleen stands <laughs> on this, but Colleen, would you recommend this movie? Oh, that's a good question, Mary. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I would say no. <laughs> to anybody? No. Um, so right. You would recommend to anyone. <laughs> if you're whatsoever. high, I say you might like this movie. <laughs> if you're you a currently be an you unemployed to, If I ran into someone who was high on the street, I would say, hey, if you want to go watch me right now, this might be a good one. If you're like looking for a reason to talk to them, yeah, like if you'd be I like, really have you need seen a reason. Big Lebowski? Cool, me too. It's the worst, but you might enjoy it. <laughs> it's the worst. Just wink at them and ask them if they bowl on wink, Shabbos. Wink. Oh gosh, <laughs> I mean. So that whole part with him listing no, out just, all the things he doesn't drive on Shabbos, he doesn't ride in cars on Shabbos, he doesn't open the oven, don't roll on Shabbos. <laughs> um, this Ryan, is so overrated. No. Uh, yes, I feel like somebody should have made me watch this movie sooner, but I don't think that I love it. I really do stand by that this is like the late night, the Adult Swim version of Napoleon Dynamite, but. And I like Napoleon Dynamite more, but this this is a I see why it is a total I mean, I was cult classic. Up some funny quote like Brand. We don't even, we haven't talked about how great Philip Seymour Hoffman is when we he's have. like showing off the dude like the awards <laughs> to all the dude for the Lebowski, and he's like he got this from Nancy Reagan, the first lady, wonderful woman. <laughs> and then he shows all like the little kids that Lebowski's helping out. These are Lebowski's. <laughs> These kids. Lebowski kids. He's like oh, I'm, uh, <laughs> interracial or something, multi ethnic or something. Yeah. Like that. And it's all these, like, orphan kids that he's helping out. It's so funny. Even his, like, micro-expressions when the dude keeps touching that one plaque. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like oh, don't touch it. Please don't. Please okay. Don't. And he just is, like, getting so stressed. And then when he, they're talking with Bunny and he goes, Ah, oh, ha, 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 wonderful woman. We're all very fond of her. Very free-spirited. <laughs> it's not that funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Oh, I love Can we please watch it again? Will you, will you watch it one more time with different people? Different like, people than herself? <laughs> we'll just some, I don't know. I mean, at some point in my life, sure. You'll maybe watch it again, is what you're saying? It, it's so gonna, you might it's gonna be like it it's gonna to have yourself. to be like a a group gathering where like, hey, everybody's gonna hang out. We're gonna watch the Big Lebowski, and, and I just want to be there. And then they'll be like, wait, who's gonna be there? Yes, very much. Who's mm. gonna be there? Okay, it's, it's not a right movie group. I would watch with everyone for sure. Not for this. Everyone. I know for a fact that not everybody that I know would like this, but this is definitely the type of movie that I would recommend to friends of mine who like um, kind of. 
odd or bizarre comedies or, I mean, any Coen Brothers movie, really. Right. If you like that, you'll probably like this. Well, but people who are into more like indie comedy styles, they call right. this a crime comedy, which I didn't even know was a thing. A there wasn't comedy. even a crime. It's a caper movie. Yeah, it's a, sure. Are you a little bummed that it ended up being like, didn't end up being like a bowling, more bowling focused? I thought it had the perfect amount of bowling in it. And I was glad that, that was there was you had, not. You assumed in your original plot summary it was like a bowling movie. Yeah. I thought it was great, though, because I loved them having a pastime that they kept returning to at the most inappropriate times. And you really have no idea of what time. Like, they, they never work. It seems like they bowl for 24 hours. All the time. Like, it could be 10 o'clock in the morning, they're all smoking and drinking Whoa, Millers. and the same thing. And and they could be bowling at 2 a.m. when I mean, they like, just you look like, crashed like You look so defeated in this movie. I... I'm trying to understand you and Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so, Colleen would not recommend it. I would recommend it to a specific audience. What would you say, Ryan? Absolutely recommend it. To anybody? If you love, like, if you like laughing. Okay. okay. I, that's not true. <laughs> don't, don't you turn that around like that. No. You can't, that's, not, that's not fair. That's not fair. If you don't mind 292 F words and a, and a mindless like, plot. If you um, a casual hit movie, The Interview, you might like The Big Lebowski. <laughs> I never watched The Interview. With the one that has Kim Jong-un in it? Yeah, I never saw that. Well, maybe that. you'd like it. If you maybe like you'd like that. Movie. Colleen, what, what would you compare it to if you were, if someone's like, oh, The Big Lebowski. Can you tell me a little more about it? Oh. Uh, Do you feel like that After Dark Napoleon Dynamite is accurate? I, I actually Mary... think this is much funnier than Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, disagree. I disagree. Disagree. But I think Napoleon Dynamite, think about, like, that was my, how you're saying you watched this in college. Napoleon mm-hmm. Dynamite was, why, like, I watched, like, freshman, sophomore year of high school for, like, every day for an entire I really summer. think it, I, I do feel like it's accurate. Like, the first time I watched Napoleon Dynamite, I probably had the exact same feeling that Colleen did of, like, I went into going, I was like, oh, everybody says this movie is so, so funny. And I watched it with kind of a random group of people, and I was like, this is not funny. It's just a weird, dumb movie. That's it. Maybe you have to go in with no expectation because when I watched this movie and Napoleon Dynamite, I did not really know what I was getting into. I didn't like. I I, I didn't even for sure know that this was a comedy until right. we recorded the intro. But and I from Napoleon Dynamite, I learned how to make nachos. I learned some karate. I did the dance <laughs> wow. that they do, do at like the talent a, show. That's the same, is that the same I, thing you thought though? Well, yeah, I feel like, like this, this movie is so would, dumb. Movie, Why would I ever watch this? This is this yes, isn't funny. and it was really hyped up to me because I mean I've heard about this movie like my whole life. People right. talk about it. I just didn't know. Like, I didn't know what it was about. But I do feel like the Napoleon Dynamite. It does feel like that in the in terms of like how slow the plot moves mm-hmm. and like how the humor really is very very little like point. S- uh, subtle. Like it's not like mm-hmm. over the top like Anchorman where yeah. it's like right. really like crazy yeah, like things slapstick. are happening. Yeah, slapstick humor. And so in that sense, I do feel like it's. Similar to that, but I, mean, it I feels. Think, yeah, I, I agree. Like it it's very character. A lot of the Dynamite. humor is in the characters. There, it's like all these funny character studies, like Napoleon and Kip and all these guys. Yep. But I feel so. That's why I would say, like, give Big Lebowski another chance. With <laughs> Stop the right trying to convince Colleen. <sighs> I know it's okay for her to not like. It's okay for her not like it, but I actually like. It really does feel like Napoleon Dynamite for me. The first time I saw that, of like, oh man, this is so dumb. And then I ended up really loving it. But I do think. Like, Big Lebowski feels like one of the most quoted movies for, like, people, like, guys my age. Mm, interesting. Like, because every, every the time only Walter was saying stuff, was I, all I kept hearing my roommate Josh from college, like, he used to you say all these lines all the time. He's like, I, ca- I, <laughs> carrying a drink, man. <laughs> I so did funny. see on Reddit that there's this guy who quotes, apparently he quotes this movie all the time, and anytime he runs across somebody who doesn't know what he's quoting, he doesn't explain. He just says, oh, you must not be a golfer. <laughs> That's well played. Which I think there is pretty go. funny, and I plan to use that moving forward. Well, so, I'm sorry so you didn't like it. It's fine. Guys, I can't, you know, I'm not going to like them all. You're not going to like them all, and that's fine. I would say The Room is, there's only 
three of us, so, so it's two thirds. Sixty-six percent. It feels like favor. less based on how much Colleen didn't like it. Mm, <laughs> this is the first movie that we've all we've like really disagreed on. I know. We've been pretty much on the same page with the rest. Mm-hmm. But it was bound to happen. That's all right. I'm sorry. House hey, divided. You know what? There's always next week, which we yeah. are going to be watching. Clueless. <laughs> 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 That's our next movie, <laughs> Clueless, the 1995 hit starring Mary Taylor. Who's starring in it? Alicia Silverstone. That's as much as you know, pretty much. Pretty, yep. Well, I know that they're girls in high school. Wait, okay. don't go into well, too much. Listen, we're we'll going to get to that next episode. Of the next one. Hold on, hold but on. But thank you so much for joining Bye, us. Guys. Season three, episode four of the movie. Ben, go watch the Big Lebowski. And don't roll on Shabbos! Ah, greetings. It is I, the Count. Yes, and once again it is time for... Yes, Tatiana, the number of the day. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, I wonder what it will be today. <laughs> Count with me and we'll find out. One. Go on. Two. Go on. Three. Go on. Four. Go on. Oh, the suspense is killing me. Five. Go on. Six. Go on. Seven. Go on. Can you dance the polka? <laughs> <laughs>